0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on sports. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's www. Audible com backslash Bill Roden on Sports. Check it out.
1: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. Man, I know it's been a while. I'm here in a, a steamy, hot, Las Vegas, where oh, despite the fact it's evening time, it's like 110 degrees. Mm. Uh, and uh, I'm here, uh, you know, with, of course, my long lost co host, Raymond <laughs> Murphy. What's going on, man?
0: Hey, man. It's good. It's good to be back. Uh, it's, it's good to hear from you out in, out in Vegas. As you yeah. mentioned, it's been a while. Uh, Bill Roden and Sp- yeah. on Sports took a little summer hiatus while you were doing, you know, big things at the Undefeated. A lot going on. Um, yeah. Obviously, the the Roden Fellows. You had a podcast with uh, five, among other things. You did a lot besides right. the podcast. But one of the things you did was the podcast through the undefeated, with the Roden Fellows. Was five interns from uh, HBCUs.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean they're they're actually, uh, the, you know the Roden Fellows kept me busy all summer. I mean, it's been keeping me busy uh, since uh, like last February. Um, you know, we are doing these weekly podcasts with these. You know, five uh, like you said. There, the Roden Fellows are, um, you know, six uh, six students from six HBCUs around the country. Yarmouth, North Carolina, A&T is one of them. Yeah, you pride. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, if I hear that another time, <laughs> <out. laughs> uh, Morgan State is another one. Howard, then Hampton, uh, Grambling, and Morehouse. Mm-hmm. And we had a really good group. So they and they spent uh, they spent um, eight weeks in New York, um, and we did a lot of stuff, man. Not only did we uh, we were in the ABC building and we recorded a weekly podcast, uh, and uh, but the students, man, they were just they were really great. But we did a lot of work, man. We were at Jets camp, Giants camp, uh, we had Mets games, we were at Red Bull soccer games, we were. Uh, I think we may have seen you in Brooklyn at uh, um, some of this three-on-three three stuff. Right. The three-on-the big three tournament, which you just actually wrapped wrapped up right. out here. The ice cube uh, event. Yeah, yeah, you know, ice cube event. Um, and uh, so that that's been keeping me really busy, and of course, uh, um, you know, and it's also very rejuvenating too. Right. Uh, working with young people is just great, and uh, you know, ESPN and the. Undefeated are supporting this initiative. And, um, you know, uh, they they spent another two weeks in Washington, D.C., where the uh, Undefeated was headquartered, and they spent a, a week at the mothership in Bristol, Connecticut. Wow. Which was an eye-opening <laughs> eye-opening <laughs> yeah. experience for all of us. Right. You know, uh, so, yeah, it was, it was great. And uh, now I'm, I'm in Las Vegas, as I mentioned at the top of the show. I was out here um uh for the uh Floyd Mayweather uh fight. Um, I was actually out here checking in on my stepmom who, you know, who you well you you met via uh I think a bro's Pod. Yeah,
0: for definitely. Oh yeah, podcast phone uh yeah. meeting. Yes, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Right? How's she and doing? With
1: my brother um you know, Gerard who remember we recorded that interview with Gerard? Right. Uh maybe a year or two ago, I think. Um so he's visiting from Germany, where he's an opera singer. So it's been good, man. I just wrote a column. Uh, I just, uh, you know, been writing. I wrote a column about, the, you know, from my locker room talk column. I just promoting all over the place, man. Right. The locker room uh, talk column uh, about the, uh, you know, Cleveland Browns in a in a very interesting twist. You know, in the, in the kneeling protest, they kneeled, and just before people could behead them, they stopped praying.
0: They said, <laughs> right.
1: And that kind of stopped everybody in their track. Oh, they're praying, right? Yeah, uh, which I thought was interesting too. Then, then there was a white guy, right. The tight end who joined them, and it turns out that this guy, and I wish, of course, I don't have my script with me. He's a tight end from the Browns. He joined the the service. Well, it turns out that his wife, he went to Princeton, and his wife is black, right? And, and they've got a a child. So, because I was you know listening to him, he said, "Yeah, I'm going to be raising." a child who doesn't look like me. I said, wait a minute, <laughs> <What?">
0: <laughs> Yeah, man. Seth, Seth Devalve.
1: Yes. 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 Yeah. Um so man, yeah, it's intriguing and then uh you know, I think it's interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm kinda I, I'm I'm for Cleveland because I think Hugh Jackson's a good guy. And, right. You know, he, he just about you know, a week or two ago they you know, they said, Well, he's he basically he didn't necessarily tell them not to demonstrate. He just said, well, I don't think our players, <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't think, you know, they want to make a scene, something like that. So, of course, what happened? You know, 12 of them nailed down and prayed. Right. But to their credit, they, they talked to him they, they, in, in advance. Uh, and then the quarterback, Kinzer, uh, when they were kneeling, he walked over. And he didn't kneel, but he, he stood by the group, you know. Right. And um, I thought that was pretty, you know, to, you know, what do you call it, a diplomatic move and he he, he was named quarterback and he, he he started his first uh game against Tampa Bay and they won. Right. And uh then we talk about man. They won they won uh when they played the Giants and they you know they won too. so I think the Browns are probably gonna make kneeling mandatory. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah
0: said, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Exactly a complete one eighty from Hugh Jackson. Now now he's all for it all for it right, we winning we all we all down. for it <laughs> hey man whatever it takes you know that's right whatever, whatever it takes by any means that's exactly exactly uh, so yeah, yeah you know I'll root, I'll root for the browns too if that's the case
1: yeah 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 so it has been a lot going on so uh what's been going on your neck of the woods since our uh before, i think when was our last show
0: it's been a couple months uh you know, I think our last uh, show was probably it was probably um, you know NBA Finals at the end of the NBA Finals.
1: Oh um, yeah, yeah. Right. I think we did. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. you know, it's it's been uh, a while. You know, I've been you know covering uh, a lot of a lot of the preseason Giants Jets camp, like you said. Um, you know, even some Liberty. So we you know uh, we were at the Liberty game a couple a week or so ago, and and they had a lot of a lot going on also. As far mm-hmm. as uh, yeah. you know, social justice and change is concerned, um, that's, right. that's an in- interesting topic in itself.
1: Um, yeah, 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 that was a good panel. I think that's the last time I saw you was uh, last week, I guess, right? At, right. At Madison Square Garden.
0: Right. Last Sunday. Uh, yeah, a
1: week ago. Yeah, I was, yeah, it was. It was. That was a good panel. Yeah. It was, um, it was big time. I, I was, yeah, brother. Uh, uh, um, Dyson. You know, from Dyson, Michael Dyson was the moderator. Right. Shout out to Michael Eric Dyson. Hashtag Michael Eric Dyson. <laughs> My,
0: uh, Malcolm X's daughter, one of, uh, his yes. oldest daughter, was there. Uh, she his was on the panel. Daughter. You were yep. you were on the panel. Had some um, uh, Isaiah, Thomas Isaiah Thomas was on was on the champion. panel. He they does. had some WNBA players. It was mm-hmm. like very very insightful. Sue
1: Wicks, yes, yeah, Sue right. Wicks was on the panel. Right. So. Yeah, so a lot of stuff is going on, man. But you know, I guess first things first. I am out here in the desert, and um, you know, I. I uh, I was at ringside for the Mayweather McGregor fight. And, uh, you know, although I wrote a column that's gonna be in the undefeated um, this week, um, I'm still trying to process this because it, it was a weird crowd. You know, I mean, I, I, I've never been to an MMA, MMA fight. so right. I've, I've watched it and I just, you know, it's just it's just barbaric, you know, with the right. cage. And, right. and, and I think the stereotype does not much of a stereotype. It's like, it's a predominantly white sport. You know um and i'm sort of wondering sort of what that crowd is you know that i don't want to stereotype him too much um but you know the mma crowd so you had the mma crowd then you have the the irish you know nationalists (laughs) who just from a great because he's irish right and then you had um, the the, curiosity tourists then you add like uh, the boxing crowd you know so it was a weird Mix and you know the Irish, the fans were, oh ole, ole ole, they're doing all that. Right. And for the first three rounds, you know, and I guess we are all just as as journalists. We say, okay, now, what you know, what's the deal? What what, you know how we are, man. Like, we're there. It's like you know, we follow Rex, you know. Right. Um, so it was. I I know you saw it too. Yeah. Um, I was just a little disappointed that they didn't let McGregor. Get knocked out. Yeah, because he was he was about to go. I mean, yeah. if they would let it go five more seconds, this cat was gone.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I didn't understand that part either. It seemed like a quick, you know, a quick ending from from the referee. Even McGregor himself, he was able to use that as somewhat of an excuse after the fight. He was saying, "Oh well, well yeah. know, if they yeah. were to well, let, me go, sure but, let me go, but let me go, let yeah, me go." Yeah, but I mean, he, obviously, I mean, you were you were right there. I mean, he had it was like his legs were jello. You know, at, at oh, that point, man. I mean, he, he was tired from probably the fourth, fifth round. You could just tell. Um, oh, yeah. It was total domination after the third, fourth round. I was impressed by how, you know, how he fought the first couple of rounds because, you, know, you know, that was the big thing. The intriguing thing was, you know, did he even belong in the ring? Was it going to be just a complete farce of a fight? And he at least made you know at least it was somewhat of a fight the first two three well, rounds. it took. Mayweather, it took Mayweather, car- Mayweather yeah,
1: Mayweather carried him.
0: Yeah, and it, but it looked like Mayweather was trying to figure it out. You know, he, he got hit with a couple of jabs, but you know, like right. you said, I mean, I mean, what, what's your what's your take on it in terms of you know did you did you feel like you saw a real fight or do you think it was just a you know it was just
1: well it, it was an exhibition okay. same thing with Pacquiao I mean it was it was an exhibition. And you know, the way it ended up is the way it was supposed to end up. I mean, I know a lot of boxers, uh, you know, I told you I met um, uh, Errol Spence Jr. Right who's the I- IBF um, welterweight champion. Really good brother, you know, good young brother. I think 27 years old, really sharp. And he was making the point, you know, we talked to him, uh, um, uh, I talked to him today day before the fight. And, you know, he was making the point that there was a lot on the line, that if, uh, you know, that if McGregor one, you know, it, it would uh, not be great for uh, for boxing. In fact, when I asked him what this means, and he was saying that, you know, if McGregor beat mayor number one, you know, it wouldn't be great for boxing, <laughs> right. boxers. Right. Yeah. And he said at the end of the day, um, his take is that um, this was entertainment. You know, you saw off TV. I think for what you saw on TV was basically what happened closer, I mean, you know, Another another ten seconds, right. and without referee. But it's almost as if I remember. Now I remember. I was there when Jack Johnson fought Tommy Burns in Sydney to become the first black heavyweight champion. They stopped the newsreel just before Burns hit the deck because <laughs> they didn't want to show. They didn't want. They don't want. They didn't want black. All white people to see a white man getting knocked out by a black man. Right. And here is almost as if the power to be if 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 uh if if if, if uh connor um mcgregor gets splatted all over the floor you know and it's all looking pathetic it, it hurts the brand it hurts the mma you know uh, it, it's, it's not a good look so i think knowing box, they that okay it's, all right let's stop it yeah yeah, or,
0: no, yeah you're right i mean it was it was curious the way that happened uh, because you know i mean as an mma fighter and you know, he I mean, I've seen some of his fights he, he's taken a beating. Um worse yeah. worse than that and they let it you know, they let it go. Um so I you know, maybe you you know, I've heard the excuse that uh you know, he hadn't thrown a punch in, in about a round or two, so so he wasn't really he wasn't defending himself. Maybe maybe the referee was just doing his job, but but it was that you know I was disappointed. I, I, you know, I wanted I wanted to see Mayweather blood. Not, not. You want blood? Well, you know, I, I'm like you. I can't really watch the the MMA UFC stuff because it's yeah. just too much. You know, I don't I don't really want to see blood on the on the on the canvas. You know, splattering right. and like that. Well, you know, that's know, that's, the you, that's the MMA stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, you know this though. This speaks to the civility of boxing, I mean, bo- boxing is brutal, but there is a nobility to it, like this. Like, you know, if this was MMA, right. they wouldn't have stopped it, no. they would have let the cat, you know, fall, and then Mayweather would jump on top of him and <laughs> pound him.
0: <laughs> and you knee know? him, and elbow him, yeah,
1: Yeah, but you know, and I think that there is a noble, a noble civility uh, to 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 boxing. I mean, it is a sweet science, and it's been around forever, and uh, I just think it's very, and I know that some people are concerned as well, you know, if the MMA just made some type of deal and they may be getting into the boxing business. Right. You know, letting some of their guys who want to do it go box and go back and forth. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of people feel that, you know, they've got an advantage because the foundation of MMA is wrestling. But I think it's going to be the opposite. It's going to boomerang. Because, you know, you know I think that I think that if you have all these great black and brown boxers who've been boxing their five I think that's the foundation I think if you get in this MMA stuff and I think those guys could take karate or whatever you're supposed to take right and be and, and be and be you know fluent enough you know but I think that <laughs> these guys are real boxers man they're gonna be knocking MFs out you
0: yeah, know yeah I mean yes I mean and really I mean it was a money grab. I mean, at least you know for for McGregor. Um, I mean, the guy had never had a prof, you know a real professional boxing match. I don't think, um, and to and you're fighting a guy who's forty nine and oh, uh, right. You know, you know, no, no matter what you want to say about Mayweather, I mean, I, I mean, he has to. He's definitely one of the greatest of all time. He has to be, in that category. So a guy who never even boxed is you know jumps into the ring with, with one of the best of all time, and who knows that sweet science. Um, I mean, I mean, they don't have a chance. I mean, real boxers have have real boxers who do it their whole lives and been trained since they were six years old have have come at Mayweather and he's beaten them. So it was really, you know, it was a money grab for McGregor. It was and it worked, right? I mean, they used the whole oh, he got, the Great he White got, Hope I think thing, like the 100 first million black, dollars, man, I yeah, think. the Irish, yeah. I mean, it worked. Hundred million dollars, yeah. we all fell for it. I, you know, I I paid some money for the fight. Everybody, I mean, you had to because it became a situation where, you know, at first when this fight was announced, I'm like, I'm not watching, it. I'm not paying a dime for sure. that. But then everybody, everybody and their mothers talking about it, so you have to see it. You know, it becomes a situation know, you, have where you have
1: to, to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. Right? <laughs> you know, because you know who knows. But, but but I think that you're right. I mean, now, now, it gets back to Mayweather being the greatest of all time. In fact, you know, I, like I said, I wrote to my locker room talk column for The undefeated, which is probably up by the time you, you guys listen to this. But my thing was, I said, you know, if somebody asked me to, before the fight, if somebody asked me to kind of frame, um, what's his legacy, you know, to frame... Um, mayweather's legacy you know i i've kind of been at a loss because it's not like i could i it's not like i could rank him with you know like um tyson hearns Hagler, leonard you know uh you know he's a great defensive fighter 49 fights without a loss um primarily a defensive fighter you know really adept at letting things go the distance and all that kind of stuff um but I think that his real legacy, and this is something I got when I was talking to uh, to Errol, Spence, his real legacy is, is the impact he's had on young boxers. Mm. You know, uh, which is, you know, how to run, how to take care of business, how to forget, not in the ring, but out of the ring. Right. You know, and not the tool in a very exploitive industry, and and that's what uh, Spence was saying. Is that just looking at how he takes care of his business and how, you know, he's basically independent. He promotes his own fight. You know, he he gets. He really has has been somewhat of a. uh, He's broken, broken, and we're successful enough. We don't need, you know, the typical like, you know, agent, the white, the white, that the white. You know, we could maybe do a lot of this on our own. You know, not. You know, so I think that's probably his legacy is getting young boxers to, you know, be more in control of their business
0: right and be a and be a businessman i mean i mean i mean yeah, right. he's he's definitely you, you know i mean he's a he's a besides being a you know a great boxer he was a he's been a great businessman um and almost inside and outside of the ring because like you said he doesn't he, he does he's not trying to take any 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 punishment that he doesn't need to take he's trying to get in and out of there right. but then once he's out of there he's promoting the fight he gets people to hate him uh you know, people buy, you know, more people buy the fight. Uh, you know, even even with the, you know, starting Mayweather uh, promotions. I mean, I yeah. was at a, I was at one of his press conferences for one of his fighters. I can't remember which one. And he's up there uh, adjusting the mic and fixing the mic stand and running around <laughs> getting everybody water. I'm like, this guy is a hard worker no matter what he's doing. Yeah. You know, he and, and, his, yeah. and his mind is on the money. Um, and that's the thing, you know, I saw in, in – you know, I saw some of the press conference televised, and he was talking about you know wanting to mentor fighters, but more so mentor them out you know outside of the ring and you know what right. they, what they need to do to to make themselves a commodity. So I mean, yeah, there's no. I mean, you're right. It's, that probably is his legacy.
1: Yeah, yeah, because there's just such a history of particularly black fighters being exploited, and he's sort of changing the paradigm that you don't. It's a tough enough sport, but you know. You, you you don't have to comp you know uh, um, you know complicate that uh, um, by not really taking care of business or not even seeing yourself as a business entity right so um that was and that's what spence was saying he said, hey you know uh, if I you know he, he I think Keith Thurman may be his uh, next big fight um, and he said, you know if I have won a couple more big fights unify the title, I'm gonna be in that situation too just being more and more independent, you know. So yeah, I, I think that his his impact, I think, will will be much more uh, outside the ring, you know, than 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 anything he did uh, inside. Yeah. So you you were out, uh, you know, while I was out here doing Mayweather and uh, McGregor, um, you you were just giants. Right. Uh, how, how are they both? How was Big Blue and how was Gang Green? Looking?
0: Eh, I mean, Big Blue looking looking a lot better than Gang Green. I mean, uh, Gang Green uh, they don't really have a the Jets. They don't really have a quarterback. Uh, you know, they they could use a guy like Kaepernick, but probably won't see that. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was Woody you know. Johnson writing. Yeah, and and you know, you know the Jet. I mean, the the offense not looking good. I mean, I, I said on Twitter yesterday that if the Jets win any games in in the regular season, that that'll just prove the point that the preseason means nothing because they looked <laughs> terrible uh in preseason not just this game but the one before their offense hasn't done much um they did do they did do a little bit in the second half with the with the second teams out there and but they have you know they have big time decisions to make quarterback wise as far as uh you know the the off the field stuff with the with the Jets and Giants I haven't haven't seen any kind of protests or anything which is interesting Uh, coming from New York teams um, because they definitely get the questions uh, from the New York media about it. Uh, A couple weeks ago, um, Todd Bowles was asked about, you know, what he would do. This was probably a day or two after Hugh Jackson uh, made the statement that he didn't, you know, he didn't want people protest. He didn't think people would protest on his watch or he didn't really want that. He wanted, you Mm -hmm. know, just to care about the team and winning and all that. Um, Bowles, uh, you know, took probably a better approach and said, well, you know, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, these, these guys have their own minds. Um, they see what's going on in the world. They're not happy with it. Then they'll protest. And I, you know, that's fine with me. Um, but you haven't seen it. Um, and you know, I mean, you know, just getting back, just getting back to that, to the, to the football and the protests and all that. Um, and and you, you've written a lot about it um, over the past month or so. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just an interesting thing a dynamic with the players and you know whose responsibility is it uh to you know to make sure you know to make sure this blackballing thing of Kaepernick doesn't happen or doesn't work and you know is it the owners is it the players is it the players association it's just it's, it's pretty interesting um and you know I mean it goes both ways we see a few more protests but you know I still say for the most part players are pretty silent
1: yeah and, and you know, to me, I kind of lay this at the feet of the NFLPA, the Players Association. Um, you know, I, I think that they should be much more active. Um, you know, the, the uh, NFLPA president is a guy named Eric Winston who uh, plays for Cincinnati. Hmm. And um, I, I don't know how much extensive reaching out he's done uh, to play a rest because to me, it's, a, it's almost a – it's definitely a labor issue. It's no longer a Kaepernick issue. It's right. a labor issue one of your members is being blackballed and you have owners openly, like Jerry Jones, making threats, saying hmm. if you protest or if you demonstrate, I'm gonna cut you. <laughs> and what kind of association are you when you allow that kind of stuff to happen? So I think that uh, I put a lot of this on Morris Smith, I put a lot of it on Eric Winston, because I know that there are a lot of players who probably you know, feel that This is a time to kneel or pray or something, to pray for the country. Right. Uh, Right. You know, uh, if you're gonna, if if you insist on playing the national anthem, and politicizing an athletic contest, which is what you do, as soon as you play the national anthem, you politicize it. Right. You know, and so everything that comes after that is on you. But you know, you you know, you know, a lot of these players are scared. Right. You know, I mean, anytime Des Bryant, I think you sent me the link. What does did, what did Ryan say?
0: You got a you got a family to feed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and and you know we've, we've shades t- yeah. shades
1: of uh, Latrell will <laughs> Exactly. I can't, I can't take. You know I I am making five million dollars. I got family.
0: Yeah. And and it, and you know and that you you can understand where I mean it's not that's not surprising, right? That that a player yeah. would say that. So you yeah. know we, we you understand that that is the case that these players are worried about. Money and jobs, particularly in the NFL, right where there there are no guaranteed contracts. Um, you know the NBA players. Um, you know they they take pride in saying, even on even on social media, talking about
1: we would never let this happen. And but the same, you know what, but you know thing is, and I spoke to Michelle Roberts the other day. I saw right. you guy There's yeah. there's something they put it in the CBA. The players got to stand for the national right. So right. so they had to do other things. Stuff. Like, oh, it wouldn't happen to me. Right. right. Right, yeah. no, they, have to, to they have to stand, right?
0: They get fined. Or maybe, but maybe not. But, you know, it's a it's a different league. It's a different fan base. They have a, you know, as Michelle, Michelle Roberts said, they have a different commissioner. Um, so who knows what.
1: Well, let's see what happens. Yeah. We're talking all big and bad. Let's see what, let's see how many of them kneel or don't show up. So.
0: Right. Well, none of them did. And remember, Kaepernick was doing this last year, and we were wondering what would happen in the NBA and nothing Nothing. really happened I mean but you know LeBron has made some statements he's made some anti-trump statements all that kind of stuff but I mean get it getting back to to the NFL players um yeah I mean yeah they're worried you know they don't they don't have they don't have guaranteed contracts or whatever even if they did you know they're you know they're feeding their families whatever we know that but that's that's the reason why you need A group of play. You need. You know. You don't want to. Yeah. You can get hurt if you if you're left out there hanging alone. But if if the players as a whole stand together, then there's nothing these owners can do. Because, and you know the you know owner's gonna own right. They're gonna do what they do. Um, This is not a surprise that they're blackballing Kaepernick. We all expected that pretty much. Anybody, you know, with half a brain probably expected that that was gonna happen. Um, But it's about you know the only way you fight that is if the players use their collective power um, and demand you know some kind of change because they you know they the players as you've said all along it's the it's a player's game all these sports it's a player's game there's no game there's nothing going on there's no entertainment without the players Players. and even the owners who you know yeah they most of these guys are trump guys so i'm sure there is like a they're, they're making their own political statement. There is a moral issue for them on the other side. But owners deal in profit. Like, their most important thing in their life is, is money and profit. And I guarantee right. you, if if these players come together and they start messing with the owner's money, these a lot of these owners will become bleeding-heart liberals all of a sudden. Like
1: yeah, <laughs> and I mean, will, be, I mean, and will suddenly that. be on their side. Yeah, and, and I think that's what Cleveland showed. Uh, you know, even Jerry Jones, you know, you tell me I'll fire anybody. Well, trust me, if his defensive unit or whatever you know decide they're gonna all approach it, he ain't he ain't firing them. You know? <laughs> right, right. You know, but but you know, safety in numbers. But it's just like with Des Bryant. I think he reflects that kind of that mentality. Right. You know, man, I don't want right. to piss off the man. But if if all of y'all do it, he's not well, he's not gonna fire Des Bryant. No.
0: And that's you the thing. Know, you need you Dak need big time players. You gonna
1: fire Dak Prescott? No,
0: no, no. I mean, and and that's that's why they can somewhat get away with it with Kaepernick, because Kaepernick, even though there's no question that he's one of the top 32 quarterbacks in the league, I don't care what you tell me. People try to tell me he's not a starter. That's that's just hilarious when you got guys right. like Savage and Glennon and right. and right. all yeah, the Jets Glennon quarterbacks and, 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 right. and come on, right. Osweiler. I mean, give me a break. Right. So don't even tell me and, and don't even talk to me about that. But. I'll give you that he's not a top ten, top fifteen quarterback, so they can get away with it to some extent. It's so you you kind of need those guys who are the you know the best of the best to step up because they can't they're not going to do anything to you,
1: right? But also also it, it could affect them too. I mean, you got to go beyond the Kaepernick issue, you right, know, right, and right. the kneeling issue. Right. You got to get this is labor free right. free speech and freedom to uh, self expression in the workplace. Without fear of reprisals and intimidation, you know it could be right. on another issue. It could be something else right. that the owners said they don't like, you know. Uh, could be a guy that I don't want to wear your headphones or I don't whatever. Right. You know, and they said you know, they, they 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 what they've seen here, what owners find out that we can get away with, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, today is 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 Kaepernick. Tomorrow it, it could be, uh, you know, uh, something else. Yeah. You know uh so i mean and that's where I you think that yeah
0: and that's where you get to the to the uh to the players association and it's interesting because i asked a couple of of you know player reps from from the giants and jets um you know what they thought about the situation and you almost you know it's almost like oh you know from from both teams like oh we never thought about it uh we <laughs> oh we we have a role oh we could you know we're Oh I'm I'm a player rep yeah but oh yeah I haven't talked to anybody about it so it's almost this like for my resume yeah right? yeah it's almost you know it's almost like that the players association at least from the representative standpoint point is almost like a farce like these guys I, you know you don't realize that this is you know that this is a an issue that you need you know if you're in that position what are you there for really
1: right but right. hey yeah no I I I just think that it's uh you know and, and the, the Morris is all about uh, there's going to be labor strife in three years, whatever. I said, you know, if you can't mobilize your players around something like this and free of speech, you know, the owners will once again eat your lunch. Right. You know, because they know that you guys, you know, you're scared. You won't, you know, you're too scared to come together and even act as a group, you know. And so, you know, good luck to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, right. you think you think that Kaepernick will find a job? If you had to bet, I'm in mean Las Vegas. If you had to bet that you think he will be employed by the end of the year?
0: Yeah, if I I, I, if I don't know why I think that. Uh, I I do. I just all the in injuries. Um, all you know the you know he does have some support um, from from different areas, some players, some media. Um, there, there's still questions about it. I think someone probably steps up when you know when they have to um, because like I said he's still he's easily one of the top 32 quarterbacks out there yeah. um, if you want to compete like let, let's say I mean I mean the Jets or take the jets for example they're not competing right they, they have no expectation of, of being good this year um, you know making the playoffs or anything but if but if you're a playoff team um, or you think you're a playoff team, and your quarterback goes down, and you can bring in like a Kaepernick to at least give you a shot to still make the playoffs compared to some some arena football league backup that you have. <laughs> I think I think that's where right. the money the money comes in, you know.
1: Um, yeah. So I think. But they seem to have been really digging in the heels and. Yeah, no, I hear you, know, you. I hear you. Nobody wants to be you know, get to get that call from the White House. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about the Trump yeah. call. You know
1: yeah he said you know you know how many favors that antitrust exemption you guys got
0: yeah. you know you. you know and whatever
1: all those side deals all these guys you know, got off he said yeah you know okay you want to you know you want to jump bad with the white House okay it's a good you know, point over this over this black quarterback
0: all yeah, right that's a good point that's a good point I'm waiting for I'm waiting for a trump tweet on Kaepernick it's, it's got to be coming sometime soon
1: well it will if, if somebody's gonna sign <laughs> it. trust me I hear you. you. Know, That's a good point. Uh, maybe maybe will play for Washington. <laughs> Would that be great? <laughs> yeah. What's his name goes down? You know, uh, uh, you know the starting quarterback. Of, what's his name?
0: Uh, Cousins.
1: Cousins. Yeah. Kirk Cousins goes down. Another guy goes down, and you know, coach "Hey man, hotel." <laughs> You know, then you have Kaepernick playing in the nation's
0: okay. in capital. That'd be that, great. That, that might be why. And it leads him to the playoffs. <laughs> that might be why Baltimore uh, wouldn't sign him. He's, that's too close, too close to D.C. That's
1: right. You know, yeah, that's right. The president take a motor, mo- motorcade. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, again, I'm in Vegas if I was a betting man. I mean, I'd like to think that, uh, you know, he'll get a job. But, you know, hey, you know, Mayweather may fight again before he gets a job, before Kaepernick gets a job. I hear that. Maybe you know what? You know what? Maybe Mayweather will fight Kaepernick. You know? <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll come up with some kind of neutral contest. That,
0: you that, know that would be fascinating to see who 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 racists root for in that one.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe there'll be like a multi-event thing. You know, Mayweather, you know, promotional event. Mayweather versus Kaepernick <laughs> in a series of events that are not boxing and not football, but it's like a test of stamina, wheel, you know, things like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe. Anything for a you buck, know.
1: you know? Yeah, anything. For... <laughs> well, I said I wasn't going to come out of retirement for boxing. I didn't say about this. Right, yeah.
0: right. He's a businessman. Maybe. Don't forget. I'm
1: a businessman, maybe. yeah. You know, they could have all kinds of competitions. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, listen, man, it's been great to reconnecting. I'm glad that we're, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're back and um, – you know, looking forward to doing this every week.
0: Yep, more and to come. There's a sure. lot.
1: There's going to be a lot going on. It's going. I think it's going to be a great NBA season. Right. I think the baseball play. We haven't even got into the baseball playoffs. We, right. we could, you know, uh, start to talk about that next week, maybe.
0: Right. And then, uh, you know, we got the we got uh, NFL regular season. We'll be at Jets Giants games for sure. Yeah. Uh, all season, probably coming to you live from there, or at least, yeah. or at least, uh, sound. And uh, you know whatever whatever reporting we get from there, so it'll be you yep. know a lot a lot coming up.
1: Yeah, a lot coming up, and uh, you know tell tell my man Kareem, <laughs> I said, hey, you got you got bring your son to the studio, man. Yeah,
0: he'll he'll try to take over. I'm telling you, he's 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 I a know. star. He, he he thinks he's a star. Trust me.
1: <laughs> uh, well, good man. Well, listen, everybody. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, great to be reconnected to you. Uh, Bill Roden on sports and Jamal, what are the statistics when they want
0: to oh, yeah. listen I mean, to her? I, you know, we're back. We're, we're on iTunes. Uh, so just, you know, look for Bill Roden on sports on iTunes on Twitter at BrosPod B R O S P O D. Um, Facebook, all that good stuff. We're, we're up and we're up. We've been up. Um, just took that little summer, summer break, uh, cause there's a lot going on, but we're back just in time for the NFL season and see if, uh, right. see if, 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 if uh, the players can make the owners cave and uh, get Kaepernick a job.
1: That's right. We shall overcome collective action, you guys. Collective action. And not just in football, but across the board. Collective action. So till next week, uh, you hold it down in New York. I'm here in Swelter, Las Vegas, and we'll see you guys or talk to you guys by radio next week. See you, Jamal. All right, man. All right. God bless everybody.